Welcome to the Soul Connection Podcast, the place where you get the tools to truly connect to yourself. I am your host, Katie Arnold. Grab your journal, find your comfortable meditation position, and let's connect. Hi friends, welcome back to the Soul Connection podcast. I am your host, Katie Arnold, and as promised, I'm coming in with a special end of year bonus podcast episode, and I am so excited for us to talk about 2023 yearly reflections. Now, obviously, I am someone who loves journaling for a variety of reasons, and one of them is the opportunity to kind of work through and document parts of your year that you may otherwise kind of forget about or in some ways almost kind of not put as much weight to despite the fact that they really meant a lot to you, or they just help us like dig a little bit deeper with ourselves. And so today I'm going to kind of do a little three, two, one sharing, but I am also going to highly encourage you to go and download my end of year journal prompts. These are totally free. They're totally free. But they are and provide a really nice opportunity for reflection. So you can use them every single year. um, And they kind of help you just look back on your year. Notice what you enjoyed. Notice what maybe you want to alter or adjust for next year. And so regardless if you are someone who enjoys setting goals, I just think it's a really nice opportunity for reflection. And so what I'm going to do a little bit different for this podcast, though, is, like I said, a little three, two, one. So I'm going to go over three things that I did this year, two lessons that I learned, and one thing I'm looking forward to next year. And so I came to some of these conclusions of things that I did this year by starting with my end of year journal prompts. I worked through all of them myself. I fully stand by them. I find them really helpful and really eye-opening in a lot of ways. And one of the things that I actually want to share with you, it's the first question in this set of journal prompts. And it's, how did you have fun this year? And what are some of your favorite memories? Now, this might seem silly in some regards, but this question was really hard for me. This is a realization that I've had to come to, which is I don't really allow myself to have a lot of fun. And I don't mean that in a way that I'm like some kind of party pooper. I I don't think that's it whatsoever. But I am someone who gets really focused on, you know, creating my business and I enjoy time to decompress at home and I enjoy my self-care rituals. And there is nothing wrong with any of those things. Like, let me be super clear. But I don't always let myself have fun. 
even if that means like having some friends over to my house to watch a movie or pulling out a puzzle to do myself instead of, you know, working my day job all day and then spending all evening trying to work on my business or learn something to figure out what I need to work on my business. Like I need to allow myself a little bit more fun and fun is part of self-care. And for some reason I get caught up in this sometimes. So if you find yourself in like kind of a similar place, like please know that you're not alone and please know that these journal prompts can help us bring some awareness or like bring this idea to the forefront. And all that does, it is not to shame us, it is not to guilt us, but it's really just to bring more awareness. And then we can have that internal dialogue as to whether that's something we want to work on or not. So just leaving that right there. Like I said, these journal prompts are totally free. The link will be in the show notes for this. And let's kind of move on to three things that I did this year. So one of my commitments this year was to take quarterly retreats for myself in some kind of some kind of capacity. And this came out of years of just complete burnout. Burnout in my day job, burnout just like from a lot of health struggles burnout from trying to grow my own business on the side of all of this. And I just, I found myself so depleted. And I decided that one of the things I needed to do this year was to commit to getting away every single quarter. This didn't have to be anything extravagant. And actually, it is not extravagant at all. And the plan was not necessarily that I would be doing the same thing every single quarter, but it's how it ended up. And it was really... It really helped fill my cup. So you've all heard me talk about these like getaway houses. This is not sponsored, but I kid you not, if there is anyone (laughs) that works at getaway that happens to listen, like please get in touch. I am obsessed with these tiny houses. It is essentially a campground of tiny houses out in nature with this huge focus on nature. There is no... TV. There is no Wi-Fi. There is some cell service, but it's like not enough that if you try to like scroll social media, you're going to get any kind of enjoyment out of it, which for me is great because what I'm looking for when I go to these tiny houses is to disconnect as much as possible, to disconnect from my devices so I can reconnect with myself. And one thing that I'll say is like, I do often bring like my iPad or my laptop, not because I have any access to like websites or like there's no data option there, but because it gives me a place to like write out ideas. So if I get a creative download, which often happens when I'm on these retreats, which is like wild, but also like not surprising at all. It's, I can write so much faster if I write on my laptop. So I often will bring my laptop fully charged, but I won't bring the charger. And when I do that, it's because, okay, if you get that creative download, you have that opportunity to write it all out on your laptop as fast as you possibly can. 
but you can't somehow get yourself sucked into this world of now suddenly you are doing a bunch of stuff for your business. And I I will say, like, I do brainstorm creative ideas. I brainstorm podcast episodes or I might brainstorm classes that I want to do for YouTube. Like, that stuff does happen, but it's not the sole purpose of what I'm doing. I still come with multiple books so I can read whatever I feel like it. I come with a like coloring book and colored pencils so I can just like color. I can do whatever I want to do that just helps me relax and unwind and committing to these things this year has been just an absolute game changer in a lot of ways for my mental health. And so that was one thing I did. And another thing I did was I started my yoga therapy program and I've talked about it a little bit on the podcast here, but this yoga therapy program is very extensive. It can take me anywhere from like, I think it's like two to seven years, depending on the pace in which I'm able to go. Now, with a day job, with other commitments, with teaching yoga classes in person, with all these other things, I'm not likely going to be able to complete this in two years. This is probably looking closer to a three-year process for me. It's a huge time commitment, huge financial commitment, but I am so excited that I finally took this leap. This has been on my radar since pretty early after I finished my 200 hour. Prior to my 200 hour yoga teacher training, I didn't know yoga therapy was a thing. And if I'd ever heard it, I probably didn't really realize what all it consisted of. One of the first studios that I taught at in person was when I was living in Michigan and the owner of the studio was a like talk therapist by day. She was also a yoga therapist and she had this yoga studio in her practice and it it was really just a way to try and bring more of her local community into yoga and introduce them to these practices but then she could also work with her clients on a talk therapy basis and from a yoga therapeutics angle and I was so intrigued by this so I started talking to her about yoga therapy and she had introduced me to the program that she had gone through But I was also really interested in yoga therapy from a mental health side of things because I knew the way in which yoga and meditation had helped myself from a mental health perspective. And I was like, there has to be so much more to this. There's more than I even know just from my own personal experience. And I had looked at the program and I looked at the cost and it it just, it got in the way. It got in the way at the time. And then, you know, 2020 came and my family suffered a really great loss by way of mental health. And that really shifted everything for me. Um... I reached back out to her, asked her to remind me of the program that she went through, and I was still slow to take action towards, you know, starting a program, 
But this was the point that things really shifted because I, of course, as any human, when you go through a loss like that, you always wish there was something you could have done. And, you know, a lot of the times, you know, that we're getting real deep here, a lot of the times there, there's probably nothing that we could do. Um, but I, I want to help more people. That's essentially what it comes down to. And when I filled out, I ended up going with a different program than this owner had gone through um, just for a lot of different reasons, but I'm going through the Breathing Deeply yoga therapy program. And a huge reason why I chose this program that I did is because it is such a hybrid model that I can get more of this done on my own time around my day job schedule and around the other things that I have going on. This loss that my family faced, the ways in which we still have to deal with this loss, it catapulted me into just knowing that I want to help more people. I want to help more people through these practices that have helped me, that in so many ways have saved my own life, and I want to help more people. So if I can help others suffer less through these tried and true ancient (laughs) practices, then I feel like I'm leaving a bigger impact on the world and the kind of impact that I want to leave, that I want to be at least a part of my legacy. And maybe now we're just getting like so, so deep. I'm so beyond the fact that this is something that I did this year. But finally, biting the bullet and like jumping in with both feet this was a huge thing that I'm so proud of myself for starting and then the last thing this is like totally on a different we're not going so deep now but on a totally different level I had a garden this year and this isn't necessarily something new I had one last year too but I've really enjoyed just getting to play around in the garden every year and see what grows and see what doesn't grow and see what like does even better than you would expect and just kind of notice just notice what what happens and for me the garden has always just been a place to kind of play I don't have super high expectations for anything I would say maybe I had some higher expectations this year after seeing how some things did last year and some still did well and some did not. So it's just like you never, you never really know, but even just the time to be in nature while you are tending to your garden is such a beautiful practice. And so I am just so grateful that I was able to kind of find the time and attention again this year to put some focus on that. And I am still reaping the rewards of that. I just made myself a veggie hash the other day using many veggies that are still in my refrigerator from my garden, a whole bunch of root veggies, you know, that last a little bit longer. And I have bags and bags of zucchini and tomatoes and stuff that are in my freezer for me to enjoy and soups and recipes all all winter long. So I'm really grateful for that. So moving on to some lessons that I learned this year. So 
This first one, I feel like, I feel like I have to learn this over and over again. <laughs> um, but it's that I really have to put myself first and not in any kind of selfish way, but I often find myself wanting to put other people's needs ahead of my own, other people's desires ahead of my own. And this can come through just in like personal matters, but this can also come through in my job, in in my day job especially. And this is what leads to burnout in so many ways. And so this was one of the reasons why I committed to those quarterly retreats this year was the really important reminder and realization for myself that if I'm not taking care of myself, I like I can't show up for other people in the same capacity that I want to or that they might need me to. So if I'm not taking care of myself, like essentially nothing works. And so it's been a really good reminder for myself that I need to take care of myself, my mental health, my physical health, my emotional health, giving myself rest, taking breaks. Like I need to commit to my own self-care. And, you know, I preach it over and over and over again on this podcast and on YouTube and in the work that I do and on social media But it is hard sometimes to take our own advice. And so I have been reminded this year that I really do have to put myself first and take care of myself in the big ways and in the small ways. And then I've been saying this the last few weeks over and over and over again to myself, and it's that we can do hard things. And I know this might seem like kind of a silly lesson, (laughs) but I have noticed fear coming up in my life in so many ways lately in a way that I haven't necessarily had before very much. I feel like so much of my life I've been relatively fearless, you know, moving to new places and trying different projects and just all sorts of different things. And I have noticed not just my like generalized anxiety, but a literal place of fear that sometimes will stop me in my tracks. And so from the smallest things that I find myself wanting to not do that might help push me forward or that I might really enjoy I remind myself and sometimes say out loud to myself, we can do hard things or you can do hard things or Katie, do it scared. And it has been really beneficial. It's been really beneficial. And I am not going deep into what any of these things are necessarily because we could be here for days and days and days, but Just generally, when I notice that fear coming up, I, of course, take a pause and I ask myself, is there a reason, like a valid reason to be afraid? Or is this fear telling me that it's not safe to do something? Like if it's actually going to put me in danger, 
then yeah, maybe I need to stop and reconsider. But if I'm just afraid to go make a new friend, that is not dangerous. And that's really like a perfect example. I've become really good friends with a student who has regularly taken my classes and we've both been able to support each other these last couple of months that we've been like really developing this friendship. And if either of us had decided that like we were too afraid to like approach the other person and try and spark a friendship outside of the studio doors, I wouldn't have this friendship that has been really supportive for me. So we can do hard things. And I think that's a really important lesson that I needed to learn. And so the one thing that I am looking forward to next year And this is probably not going to come as a surprise, but I'm really looking forward to growing my business, to growing this podcast, to growing YouTube, to growing the ways in which I am hoping to leave a really positive impact and the ways in which I can reach more people and help more people. And so that is something I'm really looking forward to next year. I feel like these last couple of months, especially, I've been able to get a lot more clarity. I've had more energy. I've had more focus to see the goals in which I am looking to move, looking to the direction that I want to head and feeling more hopeful than I've maybe felt in a while about what that can look like. And so I'm really looking forward to seeing seeing that grow next year. And, you know, I, I'm not ready yet to speak about what some of those changes might be that are coming next year because they are still kind of working themselves out in in my mind and so there's not a ton of like clarity and focus that's not true there (laughs) there is clarity there is focus but I guess I should say it's not fully downloaded there's still things are shaping and shifting and so it's just not, I'm not ready to speak that into existence just yet, but know that when the time is right, it will come. Know that there are puzzle pieces getting worked and reworked over here. There are gears that are turning, and this is in no way me saying that the podcast is going away. Absolutely not. I really have enjoyed this podcast, and I I'm so grateful for every single person that takes the time to listen that, you know, not just listens, but listens over and over and over again. And I can tell that there are podcasts that really resonate with you guys. And so I'm hoping that I can bring more of those to you next year. So this is in no way 
me making any kind of hints that the podcast is going away because I really enjoy doing it. And so I just want to encourage you guys once again to download that free end of year journal prompts and do some reflection for yourself. And if that feels too intimidating right now, maybe you start with the three, two, one. You start with the three things you did this year, the two lessons that you learned and the one thing that you're looking forward to next year. But if I can highly, highly encourage you to take a little bit more time and work through it, just see where it takes you. I'm not telling you to sit down and write out all your goals for next year. I'm not telling you to pick a word for next year yet. If you're not ready for that, if that is something that you like to do, there is no pressure in any capacity but I find it really beneficial for us to take the time to reflect. And so thank you all once again for being here. I hope you are enjoying our Permission to Rest series, the best of most popular episodes from this year getting replayed for you while I go to my next getaway in the woods and my final retreat of the quarter. So thank you all so much for joining me. Grab those free end of year journal prompts. And if you are not already subscribed to this channel, please take a moment to do so. If there's a friend that you think would really enjoy these end of year journal prompts, would enjoy this opportunity for reflection at the end of the year, take a moment to send them this episode and I will see you back here for our next practice.